Campus 180 Radio. Funny, thoughtful, real. I am excited to be here.、Um, we haven't ever done anything like this. This is,、uh, this is going to be、uh, equal parts comedy podcast, equal parts、um, sharing feelings, having like Oprah moments,、um, getting, down in, uh, you know, getting down in the feels area. And you know, we're going we're gonna to go deep. So, you know, I'm with, my, I'm with my improv group, part of Campus 180.、Um, and as you know, Campus 180 is like a college、uh, ministry group. And so we created an improv team called Storytime Improv. And now I'm just going to introduce the guys and girls. So, to my left of my、uh, team screen, I have Adam. What's going on? Adam, what are you doing here? You're, you're not part of Campus 180.、Uh, well, well, I didn't expect to be so aggressively asked.、Um, <laughs> but、uh, I guess you could say I'm one of the founding members of Storytime Improv with, along with Mike.、So mm-hmm. And、um, I'm, I'm here because I love improv and I love Jesus and I love college students. And、um, even though I'm, I'm not affiliated、um, with Campus 180, I, I still have a lot of love for the ministry and a lot of love for improv. So, you know, I'm here for the laughs, I'm here for the crying, and,、uh, you know, I'm here to just overall have a good time. Yes. That's great. Yeah, you're the founding father of a lot of things. I should probably include you in my will somewhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I was at your wedding. Yeah.、Uh, we started two different podcasts together. You know, we've, we've,、uh-huh. uh, we've done it all. Absolutely. All right. Moving on to the right of my team screen, I have Esther. Esther, what, what brings you to this crazy group? Well, I, I've done theater forever, and improv is a thing that I like doing. So here I am. Mm-hmm. Nice. I can attest that this is something she likes doing. All right. She is not blowing smoke at all. Well, that's great. We are glad to have you here. To my right, right, and as a little icon, we have Sarah. Sarah, you've been、um, a Padawan in this improv journey, and now I consider you a Jedi. How does that feel? Um,. It's nice to have the promotion.、Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if I'd consider myself a Jedi, but、um, if you consider it, Mike, you, you're the expert in this, so、um, I, I'm going to take your word for it. No, you're right. Jedi's too strong. I'm <laughs>、um, just kidding. <laughs> anyway, yeah, yeah. All right. And then there's Steven. Steven,、uh, a student of MCC. Um, Steven, you could be getting so many jobs right now. What are you doing here? Um, uh, I, I'm, I'm here like, like to, to have fun, I think. Hopefully, this will be fun. We hope to. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, also, little... I'm, still, I'm still laughing at the、uh, no, Jedi is too strong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So,、uh, yeah,、um, this group has been around, I want to say, for two years. We've been、yeah. doing public shows. We've been doing Zoom shows,、um, private shows. We've done private shows. We've done workshops, radio、um, shows. Yeah, we've been, we've been doing all sorts of shows. And <laughs> now we're going to be doing this podcast. And this is our, our trial, this is our pilot episode.、Um, we didn't want some goofy thing where. We come up with ri- ridiculous and random stuff, though it will probably happen organically.、Um, we wanted something with a little meat on the bones. So we're going to be looking deep into our word of the day. 
We're going to be grinding up the word, looking at its meaning, looking at its cinnamons, looking at its um, spiritual application. And I know it sounded like I said cinnamon. So, <laughs> so I, I, th I think we're going to go strong today on this word. And uh, for those of you who don't know what uh, improv is, it's comedy without scripts. And for those of you who know what improv is, you're probably seen um, a lot of groups and you're probably going to judge us based on those groups. And all I can say is, you know, we are just like any other improv team. We're, we, we have our hits, we have our misses, we have our love of putting every scene in Star Trek or a bowling alley. Um, <laughs> you know, we're... We're just like everybody else, you know. We put our improv pants on one leg at a time. Mm. So, with that, we're gonna just we're gonna go right ahead with our word of the day. Do you guys know what the word of the day is? No, Mike. You should tell us. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say it. Oh, <laughs> Adam, why don't you say it? Give. Yes, today's word is give. Oh, it is. Yes. Oh. So right off the bat, let's keep it simple. What does it mean to give? Ooh, ooh, ooh. I know this one. I know this one. Steven? Giving is when you let someone take something from you, but you're okay with it because you let them do it. Mm-hmm. Yes, that is the driest definition, and I like that. <laughs> yes, okay. According to um, Miriam Webster, it is to voluntarily give um, something of your belongings without expecting anything in return. Yes. Um, I don't think you, you can use the word in the definition. Yeah, I know. To, Usually not. Oh, okay. All right. I'm going to use this, the cinnamon, and that is uh, bestow. <laughs> I'm going to bestow. So my question is that to give is to voluntarily give. Have you ever been involuntarily forced to give? Mm -hmm. like, I'm, I'm sure there's some point in time I was. Taxes. Ah, yes. <laughs> taxes. Taxes. <laughs> so, yes. Ta taxes, you, you haven't volunteered to give taxes, but it's something you have to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you got to give to Caesar what Caesar's. Mm -hmm. And that's a nice salad. <laughs> <laughs> so, so is that considered giving since it's, it's not voluntarily? Or should we be volunteering to give taxes? I feel like if given the choice, we'd say no. Oof. I mean, why do you think tax fraud is a thing? Um, so that's a person who's not volunteering mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. um i mean god esther you have the floor we're voluntarily involuntarily giving our taxes it's true you're not volunteering for prison time <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> What would the government be like if we had to, if they got all their funds by volunteer, like, love gifts? <laughs> probably a lot less funded. <laughs> yes. Yeah, probably. You know, our, our government's been on some hard times. I'm sending them a 20. <laughs> <laughs> Give them a nice tenor. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's great. You know, all in the spirit of giving. Okay. Adam, mm -hmm. um, you are going to be the current president of the United States. Right, right. But what am I going to be in the skit? Okay. Right, right, right. <laughs> Sorry, Mr. Biden. Um, yeah, so you are the current president of the United States. Mm -hmm. um, Esther, you are giving your weekly $10. To the government. All right, and we will see this scene in three, two, one, and go. Hey, Mr. President. 
<laughs> you seem pretty low on funding. <laughs> I have this $10 for you. Take it. Thank you, sir. Anything. Please, alms for the poor. Please, anything. Oh, a whole ten dollars. Oh, jeez. We we can we can go and buy a a foot long sub from Subway. This'll this'll feed the entire cabinet for a week. Have a nice day, Mr. President. <laughs> Thank you, kind stranger. Thank you. Um, Stephen, you're the vice president who comes in and takes a fiver from the tip jar. Um, uh, yeah, here, I, 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 I'm, um, I'm sorry, Mr. President, but, uh, I, I, I need this. Hey, 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 no, that's for the entire government. How else are we well, going to pay for new um, highways in Pennsylvania if you keep taking $5? We only have well, $5 well, you see, left. You see, you see, I need, I need to go get myself, uh, some lunch. <laughs> some lunch? Oh, but this is the second time you've gotten lunch today. Yeah, you know, I always say second lunch is the best meal of the day. You know what, Mr. Fry President, you always do this. Whenever you even smell a Benjamin Franklin come across my desk, you <laughs> scurry on in here and you just snatch it right up. I mean, my sniffer is pretty good. Yeah, you know what they call you? Old greenback sniffer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can uh, smell anything from a mile away. Like that uh, Benjamin uh, like like that like that tenor that you just got. Uh, Secre Secretary of State here, um, Chad Rice. Um, uh, we need a twenty for uh, the pizza party we're having in Congress. Can you spare one, Mr. President? <sighs> How many times do I have to tell you this? We can't afford pizza parties. Oh, but you know, it's oh, come on, it's it's the the representative of Massachusetts' birthday. You know how sad he gets. Okay, okay, fine. You know what? I'll order a small pizza, and everyone gets a one sixteenth of a slice, and they can have eight ounces of a soda. Oh, I. That that seems reasonable. I'm I'm glad we came to terms with this. Um, I did know that that last twenty was going to go to health care reform. Here, here, wait, Mr. President, Mr. President, take this five back. Make it a medium. Save me a slice. A whole five dollars? Oh man, I'm going to have to call a subcommittee from the Senate to to figure out how to vote on these funds. We're swimming right. in it now. We go to the subcommittee where there's a $25, $25 sitting on a desk. Uh, Sarah, you run the subcommittee. <clears throat> I'm now going to call this meeting to order. Okay, um, so now we have these $25 sitting here on the table. Um, I know I, I see you drooling over there. Um, you need to stop doing that. I know this money is very rare in this room, but we need to figure out how to best use this $25. Any suggestions? Representative well, from Vermont here, pizza party. Uh, <laughs> well, as a representative from Texas, it's my God-given right to take that $20 bill with my here six-shooter. Look, oh. you, 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 you can't do that. Look, because this money belongs to the entire government, and we need to vote on the best way to do it. So if you want to take it with that shooter, then this entire table around us needs to vote in favor of that. Well, I got six votes right here. Um, Anyone Hawaii, disagree? Hawaii here. Um, I thought that money was for all of us, and uh, we kind of have, like, a, a water problem. Yeah, hey, explain more about this water problem, because I don't remember hearing uh, about this. Um, we're surrounded by uh, lots of water we can't drink, and we don't have water we can drink. So maybe you could help us? Mm. I still what say pizza party. Oh, we've got so many different directions to go here. Okay, so for your water problem, take the water from the water that's around you, put it in a pot over fire, and boil it. Oh, I didn't think of that. Okay. 
All questions finished. All right. Um, as for the pizza party, no. That's not happening. <laughs> oh my god, it's my birthday! I'm 85 today! Okay, but here's the thing. This is the only $25 we have left. And a pizza party is the last thing that we need to waste this money on. This is something that you always do every year. As soon as we get a little bit of money, your first note is pizza party. And we don't need that many pizza parties. Well, now that I don't need clean water, I think we should have a pizza party. Representative yeah, pizza of Texas party here. to celebrate the clean water in Hawaii. Representative of Texas here. I agree. I think we should spend this all on a pizza party. Well, then, I guess since the vote is in favor of Pizza Party, Pizza Party it is. Yeah! And scene. <laughs> yeah! That was great! All right. All right. Oh, wait, I'm still using the voice. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's impossible to talk about giving without talking about Christmas or birthday. So what is the coolest thing that someone has ever given to you? Hmm. Um, well, my favorite gift that uh, I've gotten in recent memory, maybe about five or six years ago, um, we were, mind you, me and my brother got this co-gift from our parents. We were both like in our, you know, early mid-twenties. And we got Rock'em Sock'em Robots, and we played <laughs> that thing the entire day, and it was fantastic. I love that gift. All right. Mom's got Wii for my parents. You got like, what? The whole, like, the Wii with bowling on it. Mm. Classic. So mine, mine wasn't something that I got for my birthday or Christmas, I don't think. It was just something that was given to me. Um, I'd say my drawing tablet. Like, it was just given, like... Out of the blue, my, my parents, my parents got it for me, so that's awesome. Yeah, is it a digital tablet or was it a like a stack of paper? It it's it's a uh, it neither. <laughs> it's something it's something that I plug into my computer and I can use it to draw. Like on, I draw on my desk, but like it shows up on my computer. Yeah, it's pretty. I cool. remember. Sarah, what was something that you really enjoyed getting? Um, this might be like something that is so small, but I think one of my favorite gifts is my favorite blanket that I got that my parents gave me last Christmas. It's like those soft, really cozy blankets that you just like want to stay in all night mm. long. Isn't it funny that when we get uh, sleep-related things, it's really awesome as... As an adult. <laughs> I mean, yeah. here's the thing. I also got a blanket from my grandma one year for Christmas, and I was like, this is the best gift my grandma has given me. It's <laughs> <laughs> the best legs blanket. Yeah. Yes. My favorite gr the gift this Christmas was uh, a pillow shaped like a like an inclined plane. <laughs> <laughs> what? It, it was advertised on Amazon as a pillow for people who just had surgery or heartburn. <laughs> Interesting. So which did you have? Uh, you know, I go. I went for heartburn. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta see this pillow now. Yeah. Um, Esther, you were gonna say something. Oh, I said, ah, I just had heartburn. I need my incline pillow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It it does miracles. I haven't had heartburn like while sleeping since I've had it. During <laughs> I didn't the day, know that was possible. <laughs> I didn't either. <laughs> so, so yeah, so this pillow is like um so much better than any of those gifts because you know, as you become older you you think more about getting you want more practical things. Mm -hmm. Like how many of you uh like socks now more than ever. Yep. <laughs> it, it, it's well, become, more it's than become ever. a Christmas tradition in our family that oh, we yeah. get socks for Christmas. My mom gets everybody socks for Christmas. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
what would uh what would your younger self say if they got socks mm. well there's okay. the toys <laughs> i think i'm a i'm a bit of an outlier because i've always i always had like socks with cool patterns on them so <laughs> even so i would have been pretty psyched i would have been i would have been excited but i'm a bit of an outlier <laughs> yeah i was gonna say i don't think i would have really cared whether i got socks or something else because i knew more stuff was coming and plus i loved getting fuzzy socks like you know like the slipper sock type socks that are just super fuzzy and super comfy when i was younger i loved those things right but so sarah i doesn't so sarah doesn't just like blankets she likes everything fuzzy at the end of the day Um, i was gonna say i do have an equivalent though like i i'm not a pj sleeper like i don't i don't sleep with like specifically designated pjs like i'll wear shorts and like a t-shirt or whatever Mm -hmm. but my grandma would always get me a pajama set and i was like pajamas (laughs) i don't wear these (laughs) yeah you see growing up in christmas um you you would know that the rectangular boxes that were light never had good things in them and the ones that were like of that cool like weird square shape always had something awesome so i had um uh, you know if you handed me the rectangle i was going to give you the fakest smile ever (laughs) versus if you handed me something that anything but a light rectangle i i'd give you the real joy wow Mm -hmm. I love that you had it down to a science. I didn't yes. think about it that much. <laughs> the best kids come in the strangest packages. Yes. Um, so, Sarah, you're a mom who just bought your two children, Esther and Adam, the most practical gifts that a 40-year-old would want. Um, and keep in mind, these kids are five and six. Okay, we're going to see this scene in three, two, one, go. Merry Christmas, guys! Who's ready for presents? Oh boy, Mom! I can't wait! I can't wait! Esther, are you awake? It's present time! Oh, uh, oh, uh, a kitchen knife set. Yes! It's, it's an amazing <laughs> thing! Uh, it's this... The one you were looking at on the home shopping network. Thanks, mom. Yes, I'm, I'm so glad you love it, Adam. That makes me so happy. <laughs> Esther, Esther, open your gift. Uh, why, why, why did you give me a desk organizer, mom? Because when you go to school, you're going to need a desk organizer to help you keep track of your homework. But mom, I have a I don't need a desk organizer. Well, the desk organizer is for when you get too big for your cubby. That's not going to happen, <laughs> Mom. I'm yes. going to be <laughs> Well, you never know. The, the uh, next uh, gift is a certificate. Oh, thanks, Mom. You you really shouldn't have a gift card to Bath and Body Works <laughs> and Yankee Candle. That's just what I what I always wanted. You can finally make your room not smell like sweaty socks anymore by getting yourself a candle. Well, whose fault is that? I just put them in the hamper. You're the one that's supposed to do my laundry. You don't take care of your clothes properly because I still find sweaty socks under the bed. Okay. So now you can get a candle, make your room smell good, and then you can also take care of your hygiene because you need to bathe more. But I can't take a bath unsupervised. That's on you. Um, you are old enough that you can do it. I have taught you how. I'm five years old. I can't even walk down a staircase. And is it better? So they say, they say it's better to give than to receive. What do you guys think of that? I mean, so, like, 
you know, I, I've I've always felt like uh, giving has always made me feel good. Like especially when you when like you can tell that the person that you gave it to likes it. Like it always gives you like that good feeling. Like yeah, I just made someone stay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. which good is vibes. really amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like uh, when I think about it, like somebody gives me like this crazy good gift. And sometimes I almost feel like, oh my gosh, you didn't have to do this for me. Why did you do that? And I just feel like, like I appreciate it, but then I also feel bad because I'm like, I wish I put so much thought into something for you right now. You didn't have to do all this for me. But then when you're the person on the side who puts a lot of thought into the gift you're about to give this person and just seeing their face light up when they open it and being like, I, I pictured this specifically for you. It's just kind of so rewarding in its own way. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Is it culturally acceptable to give gifts without a reason? Yes, in my yeah. culture. Well, tell us, tell us um, why, why you would think that. To give a gift that it, that you're not. Wait, what? Yeah, to give a gift out of the blue. Is it culturally acceptable? Yes. Mm-hmm. And why, why, why would you say that? Why come to that conclusion? Well, it's like early, early, early Christmas. <laughs> so, right. Yeah, it's unexpected, so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's your day. It, it makes you light up. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say it depends on who you're talking to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, it's like oh, oh god, sorry, sorry. Well, I was gonna say like there are set days and set things where you're like you expect somebody to get you something. That would be like Christmas, birthday, anniversary. Yeah. Something like that. You expect to get something on those days, but then on those days that aren't like that and you don't expect it i think it really does depend on who you're talking to because like some people are like oh i love getting random gifts i think it's so sweet that people do that and then other people are just like no don't just save your money and don't do it right right mm-hmm. um are are you guys any one of those people who you don't like receiving gifts because it's like what am i going to do with this yeah um in my culture, we do this thing called um, white elephant. So everyone like <laughs> buys a gift. Everyone mm-hmm. buys a gift. So they just put it on the table and just like um, plays a game. Like, all right, what gift do you want? I want that big one. And they get like a whole kitchen set of like crock pots and something. Mm-hmm. And you can either like um, trade it in or steal it. I have a funny white elephant story. Please <laughs> share it. Share it. So, so this was actually at a Campus 180 Christmas party. We were doing a white elephant gift exchange, something like what Jack was just explaining. I grab my gift. I grab it fairly aggressively. <laughs> uh, I, I, then, I then open it. And there's a dozen eggs just sitting there. <laughs> and like two or three of them were cracked because I grabbed it so aggressively. Yeah. Knowing, <laughs> knowing Steve. That's a, yeah, uh, that's a possibility that he's going to grab something really aggressive. Yes, I definitely would. Sarah, Sarah knows. She was there. Yep. Timmy, that's mine. So um, we are cutting to a scene. At um, a white elephant gift exchange, um, and Adam and Jack see a, a present that is, uh, you know, it's it's wrapped like a full deer, and oh. um, both of them see it. Um, and and Sarah, you're the host of this party. Define full deer. Uh, it's like... a full standing deer. Really? Okay. We'll see this scene in three, two, one, go. Okay, guys, dibs on the settle deer. down, settle down, settle down. Dibs, okay, dibs on the deer. Hold on. Dibs there, on Adam, the deer. Adam, there is a process. Please settle down. I already Anyways. opened it. It's, no. it's mine. Oh, my goodness. Look, we I have numbers. 
for a reason, Adam. But here's the I thing. I need to skip you. Here's the thing. Uh, Thin white wanted... elephant, people can steal. Don't forget that. No. I didn't even go Please. over the rules. All right. So, Adam, Wait, I feel like Santa. Number one. So, here's, here's what's going to happen, okay? Uh, Does it Jack, have whiskey? Jack, Jack, you've got number two, right? Uh, yeah. Okay, so Jack, you have the option. You can either choose one of these gifts here on the table, or you can steal that gift from Adam. I'll steal it from Adam. <laughs> Over my dead body. Good luck catching me. <laughs> excuse me. That, excuse me. That's the rules of White Elephant, Adam. Why do you have to again? Oh my god! Adam always does this. Whenever there's an interesting wrapped package on the table, he always calls dibs before we even get to start the game. We and go to last year's window. white elephant gift. <laughs> ooh, ooh, dibs on the rhinoceros. Dibs on the rhinoceros. Adam, there is a process. Please. I just want the gift. Can I just Don't go home? open it yet, Adam. Adam. Don't. I just want to put this in my Oh my gosh, bag. he opened it. Me Adam. and Johnson are best friends. Jack, you got number two, right? Yeah. Can I have right. the deer? You 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 want to steal the rhinoceros from Adam, or do you want to pick a, a different gift here of these boxes on the table? No, nah, I'm just gonna take the rhinoceros. All right, Adam, give up the rhinoceros. Over my dead body. Yippee ki yay! <laughs> oh. Adam lights the house on fire. <laughs> At my house! Everybody, get out! Get out! Get out! Get out! Oh my right, gosh! We go, we go so, years ago. So, does that mean I have the rhinoceros now? <laughs> All right, guys. This is our very first ever white elephant gift exchange. And here are the rules. Each of you have a number. I am going to call your number. You come up. Hey. You choose a gift from this selection. All right? The All next right, person right. after you, they have the choice of whether they want to steal that gift or pick a new one. All right. Who's got number one? Me. Uh, All right, Jack. Go ahead and pick your gift. Alright. Oh my god, there's so many prizes. Dibs on the whale! Adam, it's not <laughs> your turn! It's Jack's turn! Come on! Wait. Carver are having a great time. <laughs> this is the best Can we not invite him for the next white elephant, man? Yeah, I, well, I wish, but he's family. I'm going out the window! No! Can we just, I, can we just like... Adam! <laughs> All right, Adam. I didn't I get love, my whiskey. I I love that the animals yeah. just got bigger. As <laughs> yeah. we went backwards. <laughs> yeah, like backwards. Rhinoceros to a whale. <laughs> I don't even know wait, how wait, the whale. Wait, was what running kind around. of whale? What kind of whale? Uh, blue, uh, whale. blue one. Ah, yeah. okay. <laughs> All right. Whale. So. Speaking of whales, rhinoceros, and deer, yeah. Um, What's up? The days of creation in Genesis. Um, the very first thing anyone ever got was a rib, in the, the story of Adam and Eve, and how God took a rib. We don't know voluntarily, involuntarily. Um, Maybe and both. Gave, and gave it to make Eve. How do you think that went down? Oof. Uh, I mean, Genesis says that God put Adam to sleep and he, he took a rib, so I don't know. Oh, that's probably, true. So, ah. Uh. Adam probably didn't even feel it, to be honest. Yeah, it was, he, like, it was like, it was the first ever surgery. Yeah. That's true. Mm -hmm. Maybe he, he's been drinking too much wine, that's why. Holy surgery, man. <laughs> Esther coming in. I love it. <laughs> um... But no, I, I love that in that story that um, in that narrative that Jesus or God or you know whoever um, could have just created another person, but he he like intimately kind of interceded in, in, in their in our lives, right? And he, he plucked out something from us and he, he made something out of us. And I, I think that points to you know God as creator, but also as um, a creator that is just intimately involved with us and he, he cares about us um, so much that he, he saw a need that Adam had and he solved it with um, something really personal, like a rib. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then later in that story, um, 
when uh, Adam and Eve sinned, they were they were naked and they realized it for the first time. And the second thing they ever got was God made them clothes. Mm. And that always made me think, how did God grab animal furs or skin off of um, off of a creature? Like, was it like a, you know, he just grabbed it and just threw it at Adam or did you know did you have to ask an animal to like give it up I mean I said he killed the animal so oh. it? with his bare or no. hands or am, I, or am I putting something in I it I think you added the K word maybe I did <laughs> Yeah. I don't know but I mean that would be my guess of how it would happen because if you think about as time went on and they had to make more clothes Mm-hmm. I mean, technically, that's the first time an animal's died, if we're going historically in the Bible. So, sure. what did, what did uh, Adam think when he saw like, the, yeah, the, what do you the think, things, Adam? The things the walking around could be killed. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is uh, this takes place after the the command, right, to to multiply in the garden, right? So. Yeah. There's probably a you know a bunch of animals I know roaming around, but um, the way I've had it explained to me is that this kind of sets the precedence for um, you know sacrifices in the Old Testament, and it kind of is a a prophecy for the future spilling of blood of, of Jesus on the cross. So like, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, so like the the whole point of it is just like again the whole point of the Old Testament is to point towards Jesus. Um, that is coming in the New Testament. So, right, right, and you know that that furthers the story about giving. Mm. You know, the first thing we got was, uh, you know, Adam's rib made Eve. The second thing they got was clothes. Mm. A little bit down the line, a couple thousand years, we have the giving of blood for the sins of humanity. Mm. Um, I I want to take us to a scene where Adam and Eve are talking, and Adam is kind of describing the new things you can do with animals. Um, Eve, you're holding a pig and petting it as he's telling you this. Um, uh, Stephen, you're Adam. Um, Esther, you're Eve. We'll see this in three, two, one. Well, you see, the, like I just found out, like they have this stuff inside of them that we can we can eat, and it tastes really good. So we can eat that stuff. Yeah, it, it tastes so good, and it fills you up really quickly, and it it's just so amazing. And then you can take these hard white things, and you can make them into weapons. Dude, let me see that. Let me let me try it. Yeah, here, here. Look, see, so, so you take this one here. This is, this is. Uh, I, I decided that it'll be called the spine, <laughs> and and you can you can sharpen it and use it to poke people really hard. All right, all right. Animals. Cut to God asking why <laughs> Adam's first idea was a weapon. <laughs> um, uh, excuse me, uh, Adam. Yeah. Yes, why? God. Why? The minute I told you animals could die, you went straight for weapons. I want to know why. Well, because you see, I, I realized that they taste so good, and 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 they they they're very good to fill me up. So I wanted a way to be able to uh, make them die more easily. Yeah, yeah. I kind of take issue with uh, some of those things you just said. You you know I gave you those those animal clothes as like a sacrifice to you know to cover your shame and I didn't really want you to jump straight to making weapons out of any animal you could skin. Well, um, I, I I'm I'm sorry, God, but I I don't understand the problem here. I I'm using I'm using the weapons to be able to make more of those sacrifices right 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 and i i 
But the thing is, you're making a lot of weapons. <laughs> you know, I, um, I, I... I mean, I, I only have 40. I, I mean, I gave you that wooden hatchet, and I, I told you that's all you need. Um, but, you know, what do you, what do you think your kids, Cain and Abel, are going to think? You making all these weapons. Well, I, I mean, like, I, I think they're going to realize how powerful I am, and they'll listen to me. Hey, Dad. Uh, Kane here. Uh, I got this big old rock. Uh, I've been thinking about trying to put it in this catapult thing that we were talking about earlier. What do you think? Yeah, that sounds like a great idea. Maybe we could use it to, like, launch it things. Yeah, I'll tell you what. I'll put uh, I'll put Abel in the in the the old catapult over there, and I'll get back to you. Uh, wait, 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 wait. You're gonna you're gonna put your brother in the catapult? Yeah. How else are we gonna find out how effective it is? What? It's not like we can die or anything, right? <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> All right, <laughs> let's let's do it. All right, we cut to uh, to Abel and his uh, his dad. Uh, I don't know. I'm not so sure about this, Dad. <laughs> Well, well, you see, you see, well, we we can't die, right? Like, I mean, God made us to be eternal. Like, hey, why not? We yeah. can try this. Yeah, yeah, that was yesterday, um, and then you did that thing. Um, so I'm not so sure that covenant holds. Well, uh, you know, you know, we'll find out. <laughs> you oh, know, I don't, I really don't want to be the failure to this experiment, Dad. I don't think it'll fail. I'm pretty sure it'll be fine. Hey, hey, guys. Um, uh, Kane here. Um, I, I know we were trying to do that catapult thing, but I found something way better. I call it black powder. What do you guys think? I put it in a barrel. <laughs> oh man, uh, that wait, looks flammable. Wait, yeah, it, it looks like it can be burned. Hey, look over there. I put it. I, I put this barrel in old man jenkins house and i lit a, a fuse trail you better cover your ears this is about to get loud first of all don't call your brother old man jenkins um kane yeah Ooh, uh, uh i i don't know if that was such a good idea yeah he did well, well, you know what they say. It's always better to ask for forgiveness than permission. <laughs> and scene. <laughs> I, I uh, love that Adam and Eve had those platitudes ready <laughs> at the drop of a dime. <laughs> All right. Man, this is the first time I've been involved in anything remotely Adam and Eve related, and I've not been Adam. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we kind of touched on the spiritual part, but uh, what does it mean as Christians to give? This will be the final question of the night. Hmm. Well, not at the, uh, the expense of over-spiritualizing it, but um, mm -hmm. I, I think that a lot of times we have a, a misconception of, of, of giving. I think Sometimes we think it's, oh, it's always material, but, um, you know, God calls us to sacrifice not just that, but, like, our time and our effort and our skills, our talents and treasures, mm -hmm. like, all those things. So, um, yeah, I think when, when the Bible calls us to be a, a cheerful giver, um, you know, like, it's, yeah, it's great to give gifts and presents, but I think it also means, like, hey, driving your annoying neighbor to the airport, maybe you don't call them annoying. Or um, you know, it it means uh, you know babysitting your your cousins, or um, you know taking out that uh, kid from youth group to lunch, or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, yeah, I, I think giving it, yeah it doesn't have to just be physical, like uh, a tangible. And kind of kind of building off of that, the way that I see it, like everything you have, you don't actually have. It belongs to God. And he's mm -hmm. you 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 have it on a loan. So like you're, mm -hmm. but God expects you to use it for what He wants you to use it for. Mm -hmm. We're stewards, as they say. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. So uh, you know we're just borrowing riches and using it to the best of our abilities, investing in it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and uh, another thing is as I've as I've gotten older, I've kind of 
realize because you know i growing up i was always bad at receiving things i was always like oh i could just get it myself or i'd feel awkward about it or like oh mm -hmm. you didn't have to but uh, i definitely think that being part of a, a cheerful giver is being a cheerful receiver um and because mm -hmm. like could you imagine if you know like jesus came and was like hey like i gave myself up on the cross for you and i died and here's this gift of eternal life and you're like ah, i didn't get you anything jesus i can't accept this gift you didn't um, have to you didn't have to um so i i i always try to keep in mind like you know how how would jesus respond in this how is what is the gospel like in this situation and um yeah so like whenever i would like go out to coffee with someone and they'd be like hey let me pick that up for you and i was like no no i i'll never let you do it <laughs> but i've i've definitely softened on that um on that front and I, I definitely have learned to, to let go and be a cheerful receiver. Right, right. So our final scene. Um, Adam, you are, you just received a kidney. <laughs> and now you're going back to the hospital uh, receptionist, which is Sarah. And you're, you want to give it back. All right. We're going to see this scene in three, two, one. Ding, 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 ding. Uh, yes, how can I help you? Hi, um, can I talk to the uh, customer service? Uh, is there something I can pass along to them so that they kind of have an idea of what they're going to be talking with you about? Um, I would much prefer to speak to your manager. Um, let, let me go and get him real quick. <sighs> Steven, they're calling for you. Can you please come? What, 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 what happened? Uh, I've got, Sorry. I've got, I've got somebody here asking to speak to the manager. So can you can you please come? Uh, manager. Yeah, yeah. Hi. Uh, I, what 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 can I help you with? Um. Excuse me. I last week I got a kidney transplant and I'm very unhappy with it. And I would like it to return it. Uh, sir. I I I don't think that's something that is possible. Why? What do you mean? I didn't ask for this. I was in a car accident, and next thing I knew, I woke up and I had somebody else's kidney inside of me. I didn't. I didn't want it. Sir, I, I I'm not sure you understand, but that kidney has saved your life. Uh, I I didn't ask for it to save my life. So you you'd rather die? I'm, I'm getting nowhere in this conversation. Bring the receptionist back, Sarah. <laughs> Receptionist, receptionist. I've been here the whole time. Oh, what can I do for you? Uh, I want to return this kidney. Um, I'm sorry, but when an operation happens and something goes inside of you, there's no way to take it out unless by a doctor's order. Look, I was flying in my private jet and I crash landed, and now I woke up and I had this kidney inside of me. Take uh, it out. I thought you just said you got into a car accident. Uh, a doctor right. here. Um, I'm I'm Doctor Boris. Um, uh, the rule says you need to talk to the person who gave it in order to do a full refund. So um, yes, the person uh, we had in mind was a Lewis. Um, here's his address, and uh, once he signs here, we can do uh, a reverse uh, a kidneyotomy. Okay. Well. My limo drove me here. That they've gone, wandered off for lunch. Doctor, you're gonna have to drive me. Okay. Um, and here we are at the Lewis uh, residence. Lewis, Lewis, I need to speak to the Lewis. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, uh, can I speak uh, to your hello. manager? Can I speak to your manager? My my manager. This is this is my house. Uh, I am oh. the manager. Oh, perfect. Okay, I was in this tragic boating accident last week, and I crashed, and then I woke up, and your kidney was inside of me, and I did not consent for your kidney to be inside of me, and I want a refund. Well, um, it was um, a gift. Uh, the um, hospital called me, and it... Turned out you're a perfect match. So, uh, why why don't you want it exactly? Oh, well, Mr. Lewis, I I I didn't ask for it. I 
You just gave it to me. Why? Why would you do that? Well, because I heard you needed it, and it's. Uh, I feel that I. Hey, I got two kidneys. Um, if someone needs one, why not give them to me? I'm doing okay, fairly healthy. Ah, oh, wow. Oh, Lewis, I, Lewis, I gotta say, um, when I was in my tragic hang gliding accident last week, you know, after I crashed, I, I there was a moment where I felt that tree branch stab me in my kidney, and oh. I, I thought, there's no way I'm gonna get out of it, but uh, thank you for your sacrifice, Lewis. I, I really appreciate it. No problem, son. No problem. <laughs> Little orphan here. I need a new lung. <laughs> were, 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 you, uh, were you in a tragic go-karting accident too? I was in an accident asking for fish when I got stabbed by a bone. Oh, how tragic. Do you have an extra lung? I hear you have two. Yeah. No. Well, <laughs> I don't know if you want mine. I've I made some bad decisions uh, <laughs> when I was a kid. There you have it, folks. Mike. <laughs> What? We went from having a perfect wholesome ending. <laughs> Denying an orphan a lung. Bro, there you have it, folks. That's it, bro, folks. Uh, that was great. I want to thank everyone for um, tuning into this episode. Thank you. I, I invited some people in at the last second. We have Jack. We have Lewis here. Yeah, they're here. Trust me. Don't, don't say hi or anything. Hello. Okay. Hello. I'm Mega Man. Goodbye. All right. So that's great. Um, thank you for joining us. If you want to check out more from Storytime Improv, we have a Discord group called uh, Campus 180 Quarantine Zone. You can check us out. We do lots of fun games there. We do, don't we, Sarah? Oh, yes. Lots yes. Of fun. So, um, yeah, come check us out, and thank you for stopping by.